and welcome to the first episode of Fields to Gardens. My name is Dina Moore, and today I want to share a personal word from the Lord with you. Why I changed everything about my podcast. So the original podcast, Beyond Dina, was birthed out of a desire to bring positive encouragement to people around the world. A self-talk or improvement audio way for life's benefits. Boy, did I miss it. The show was going well, and I was about to start working on my fourth episode. This was a Sunday evening, and I went to bed after a long day. I was awakened at 3.40 a.m. Monday morning. Now, when I'm awakened, it is not because I cannot sleep, but most of the time, I need prayer, or I need to pray. I got up and went into my living room, and as I walked, God began to speak. He said, turn to Ruth Dina. Before I continue with that, let's see what happened next. I want to tell you the story. I started reading and I was in Ruth chapters 1 through 4. Now listen up. I'm going to skip around a little bit but I want you to hear this story. So in the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. Now, Elimelech, that was the man's name, he was Naomi's husband. He died and was left with her two sons or herself. They married Moabite women, one named Orpah and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about 10 years, both Milan and Kilion also died, which were the two sons. And Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. With her two daughters-in-laws, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah, where they had originated. And then Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness, and you have shown kindness to me. May that be shown to you also just as you showed to your dead husbands and to me. And may the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Now Naomi tried to make Ruth leave, but Ruth refused. Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. And where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried chapter 2. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech. His name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi one day, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone whose eyes I can find favor. Naomi said to her, go ahead my daughter. So she went out into the field and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field that belonged to Boaz. He was from the clan of Elimelech. So Boaz asked the overseer one day when he came from a trip, who does that young woman belong to? The overseer replied, she is the Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. She came into the field and has remained here from morning to now, except for a short rest in the shelter. So Boaz said to Ruth, this is chapter 2, verse 8, My daughter, 
listen to me. Don't go and glean in any other field. And don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. 11. Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. How you left your father and your mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you didn't even know. Her mother-in-law asked her, this is chapter 19, I'm sorry, verse 19. Her mother-in-law asked her, where did you glean today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth said to her mother-in-law about the one at whose place she had been working, the name of the man I work with today is Boaz, she said. Verse 20, the Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the dead. She added, that man is our closest relative. He is one of our guardian redeemers. Keep that in mind, guardian redeemer. Now let's continue with what God said to me. As I finished reading through chapters four, I stopped. My mouth completely dropped. God said, this is you. He said, this is you. You have struggled your entire life to follow me and fit in. You can't do both. Dina, I made you to stand out. I want you to get this right, right now. I order your steps and every decision is mine, not yours. You have told me this since you was a child and I was done. I said, Lord, what about the situation I have right now? And he said, what did you just read? My, my, my. It blessed me and tears began to pour. Let me break this down for you, okay? So listen, this is what I got out of this story, and I'm going to apply it to my life. There are key words that are going to stand out, and I'm going to emphasize them for you. But pay attention. So Ruth was minding her business from the beginning. She was found in her own land. Ruth was focused. Get that first word, focused. She lost her father-in-law and her husband. Her beloved mother-in-law tried to send her back to Moab. This was hard. It was a tragedy. Get that word, tragedies. But Ruth was determined. Ruth was unshakable. Third word, unshakable. She knew that Naomi was her covering and she needed to partake in whatever and wherever Naomi went and what she had. Fourth, covering and mentor. I need you to listen to those. Covering and mentor. Ruth went to Naomi for permission to glean and gather from the fields. She trusted Naomi's decisions over her life. Naomi blessed her and pushed her out to do that work. She mentored and covered Ruth keep that. Ruth went to work in the field of Boaz. She positioned herself. Okay? So we focus. We have tragedies, but we're unshakable. Covering, mentor, now we're positioned. Ruth was noticed by Boaz while doing this work. She was recognized. Next word, recognition. Ruth presented herself to Boaz to receive favor for her family. She knew what she wanted. 
She was bold, but she was submissive. She submitted to the directions and instructions of those she was gleaning from in the fields and her mother-in-law, but she was bold in her approach to the master of that field. Next, Ruth not only found favor, but her entire family was restored. So what I didn't tell you in the story is that Boaz ended up restoring all that was lost for Naomi to her. And from that, he took Ruth to be his own, to be his wife. So everything she lost was restored. Ruth's life, her life was critically important. She bore Obed, who was the father of Jesse, who was the father of King David. Follow me. Next word and final word is legacy. Her life left a legacy. So the reflection goes like this. Ruth was busy. She stayed busy. And she focused on what she was supposed to be doing. The blessings for her life found her while she was doing her good work. (laughs) Keep me working, Lord. Keep going. I need you to keep working. Don't lose hope. Just focus. I need you to enjoy life. Time in God's presence. Stay busy. Don't look up and be distracted by what you think you're missing out on, what's on the left, what's on the right. Stay in your fields because he's turning your fields into gardens. I want to pray with you. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for those that are listening right now. God, I pray that you would just touch them in a mighty way. God, speak to their minds that they would have peace. Allow them to continue to be focused, God, in the midst of all tragedies, in the midst of all victories. Allow them to keep their eyes on the prize, God, because you know everything you have for their lives. You know what you want to do in their lives, God. Allow them to remember that the most important thing that they can do is work in your fields, to do your good work and your good pleasure, to have your will be done in their lives, God, because your will is the perfect will, God. And if it is done, then everything that they need, want, and desire will come out as it needs to, and they will have a well-fulfilled life. Father God, I thank you that everything in their lives, God, will be a blessing to them, that even the distractions would turn around for their good. God, keep them on the straight and narrow path, Allow them to see more and more of themselves and to know that today, God, that our fields, this field called life, can be a beautiful journey, can be a garden with tulips and roses and irises, God, and sunflowers, God. And wherever we look, God, something will blossom that will be beautiful because we're learning to do exactly what you want us to do and not regarding anything else that the world, our neighbor, or anyone else says that we have coverings and mentors in our lives that can impart grace to us and a strong word from you, God, and confirm things that we know are going to come to fruition, God. Thank you, God, for obedience right now, for sacrifice, for humility, God, for leadership, God, and for honest truth. God, thank you for allowing us to see ourselves just as we are, as your sons and daughters who are here, God, for you and that you are here with us. We thank you for all these things. And Lord, we love you. 
we will have a beautiful week indeed. In your name I pray. Amen. prayed we have gone over the word and I hope that it blessed you the same word that God has given me that it would just give you hope in your life and allow you to dream again and know that you're in the fields for a reason and don't let anyone tell you anything different because your garden is coming next week we're going to have a conversation with Jonah (laughs) don't miss it I thank you for listening I love you so much and let's grow from fields to garden.